Good morning and welcome back to the Smell I Whiskey podcast. That's right, it's a morning recording. We are all here with coffee. Just kidding, that's a lie. It's nighttime, 8.56. I'm Patrick, I'm your host. Clint's here, John's here, and tonight we'll be reviewing the Woodford Reserve Rye. But before we get into that, we want to waste some time because I don't think we're going to have too much to say about this. So, question of the day. Favorite non-burger sandwich? Okay. Clint, do you have one ready at the hip? I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw out some contenders while you guys think of your answers. I have two. I just you need guys to narrow noodle. it down. We're going to go a little buffalo chicken sandwich. Crispy. We're going to go with a pork tenderloin in honor of Clint's dinner yesterday. That's what made you think of this. And then, yes, this is exactly what made me think of that. <laughs> but then we'll also go with an Italian sub. Those are some contenders. Oh. Wait, like a meatball sub or more like a like salami a slice, a capicola? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and you know what? I'll throw in one more. Chicken parm sandwich. Oh, that's a good one. Now, see, I'm going to throw out two that you probably didn't, well, you didn't say, but I don't know if you thought of. A Reuben or Ooh. a Philly cheesesteak. Because those are my two. Reuben. Yeah. Oh. I think I got to go Reuben. You know, I think there's one step above a pork tenderloin, and that's a Cuban. That's two pork tenderloins. Like a Cubano? <laughs> yeah, like a Cubano. And I do like a banh mi. That's I don't know that one. What's that? It's a Vietnamese spicy <gasps> saute sandwich. I've seen yeah. these before. Oh, they're so good. So good. Where do you Hits get them? It's the at? chili spot. Just uh well, we have a Bon Me place here in Fort Wayne, but oh um you, just any Vietnamese shop, uh-huh. it's a that type of sandwich. But man, okay. they are good. They come with uh pickled daikon radishes and some stir fry vegetables and then this marinated pork and it's spicy. Like it's a real spicy marinade. Oh my goodness. That sounds that is good. good stuff. I'm looking at pictures and it looks delish. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Hits the spot right there. <laughs> All right, well I'm gonna go Ruben. Uh Pat. I don't know yet. I wanna keep discussing sandwiches. <laughs> well see, I like okay. If I were to do a Reuben. I like the like Jewish deli kind of Rubens where you can barely fit your mouth over the amount of meat that is in the sandwich. It's like a heart attack between bread. I feel like the Reuben, you've got to go to a place that specializes in Rubens. Like you're not picking that yeah. at, at any old place. Not going to Applebee's for a Reuben. You're Reuben's. not going to Applebee's for a Reuben. Not even Chili's either. <laughs> Neither Chili's. I I like the Reuben a lot. What I think is a step above that is the pastrami on rye but see i don't like only pastrami it's too much it's like too rich pastrami and horseradish a little bit of horseradish i do like horseradish have you guys been to uh fat dan's deli i've never heard of fat dan or his deli they're in uh he's got a place in indy and then a place in broad ripple i've been to neither of those places ever ever never heard of them (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ever ever <laughs> what's, what's the capital of indiana <laughs> oh man well because there they don't do like the thinly shaved meat like pastrami or 
uh, wow, I just blanked out what's in a Reuben. Corned beef. (laughs) (laughs) They do like thick slabs of it. So it's like yay big, but they just like stack it up. It's it's corned beef like the pot roast corned beef where you slice it and have all the cabbage and everything. Right. It's like chunks like that. Yeah. Mm. Very good, though. I'm gonna throw, I want to throw another contender in for sandwiches, and that's what they have at the Portillo's, Italian beef. Oh, I forgot about Italian beef. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. You know, they throw that gravy in there. That ajou. <laughs> ajou. I, I, need it, I need it swimming in it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, because even if you don't want it swimming, it's going to be. It's going to be soaked. And then you get, like, the hot peppers, like the. Um... The Giardina. Yeah, the jardinier. Now that is an accent. That's good shit. I got a jar of that in my fridge right now. Is there a Portillo's in Indianapolis? There is. There's also one in Greenwood. Actually, that's technically Indianapolis location. So yes, there is. I I showed up to a, a Portillo's and they just opened up a Fort Wayne location. And I said, I want the hot Giordani. <laughs> and, and they said she doesn't work here tonight. Oh no! Sugar butt is on staff today. <laughs> you get one of them sandwiches and you wash it down with that chocolate cake shake, and you're good for three oh my days. God, yeah, you, you just go into hibernation. <laughs> I mean, I I went to Chicago for a work trip, and one of my coworkers said I should go eat there because I hadn't been. I mean, I walked there, and I'm glad I did, because I walked back, and everything was okay. It was, <laughs> it was way far from the hotel, but it worked out. So you didn't have it until recently? I was probably a year ago. Oh, wow. Actually, see, no, that was almost two years ago now. Okay. Well, see, my fiance's from Illinois, so like she knew all about Portillo's, and that was my kind of eye-opening experience. And I was like, oh, this is a mystical place. We had like Italian beef places up at Purdue. Really? AJ's or something. Clint, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I do. But they had good burgers, too. I didn't know of many Italian beef places in the area. Well, there you have it. There's too many good sandwiches to choose from. That's true. Sandwiches are good. They're good all around. They're good at lunch. They're good at dinner. Nice side of fries or coleslaw. I mean, Mm. I had a buffalo chicken sandwich tonight for dinner. Oh. That's an old, you know what it is? It's an old standby. You can't go wrong with a crispy buffalo chicken sandwich. It's a safe True. bet. It's never great, but it's not bad. It's never bad. <laughs> it's never great, no? I, I just ate, and you guys are making me hungry. Yeah, I, I feel that. I got home from work late, and I made a... A sandwich? <sighs> no, a uh, hoisin chickpea, chickpea stir-fry. So hmm. I'd that be hungry after that. Yeah. 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 It's not the uh, chickpeas aren't settling yet. I got to give them time to settle and then they'll in your stomach. Me. Yeah. And actually, actually. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're one of those foods that are just like you eat them and you're immediately hungry afterwards, but you give it an hour and all Drink of a sudden a glass of water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, I'm counteracting it with 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 the whiskey You're tonight. You're actually just so. dig- digesting it with the whiskey. <laughs> I uh, I got Indian takeout for the first time ever, and I will say, pleasantly surprised. I have never had Indian food. First time? What? 
Yeah, I, I didn't really grow up around Indian food, and there's quite a few restaurants around me right now. And um, I've made it a couple times. Like, I've made dishes here and there, but, like, being not that you ever eat it out, like, you're like, I made it, but I don't know if it's right. But, uh, yeah, it was good. Good. Chicken tikka masala, some naan. I've had I've had naan bread, and I think it was chicken tiki from the dining courts, but never, you know, real stuff. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, that 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 is the white boy Indian curry. Yep. <laughs> Nothing natural about that. <laughs> I figured I'd start there and then I'll branch out. There's so many like things in the menu that I'm like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what I'm reading. I've had like Turkish food before when I was in China. That's like as foreign as it gets. Hold up. You had Turkish food in China. Yeah. We went to a Turkish restaurant. I think it was Turkish. My our co-worker called it muslim food but she was from china so she could say things like that <laughs> so she could say things like that well she she had to read us the menu so she gets to make the rules <laughs> she could say what she wants she call it what she wants <laughs> i also went to pizza hut in china really very hard to order a pepperoni pizza yeah what's that like uh i had a use data on my phone and get billed for it <laughs> to show a picture of pepperoni pizza <laughs> oh man it was stuffed crust though so it all worked out I'll find does it. it taste the same yeah hmm. they don't change the ingredients for pizza Hut. i enjoyed my visit to japan they had pictures everywhere so all you had to do was point that's nice all menu items full menu items just all pictures that's cool why don't we do that it's we're unsophisticated here well, unsophisticated, inconsiderate, uh, dumb, <laughs> independent where, assholes. Where where do we end? I mean, it, may, it makes you feel real dumb when you're trying to order something and your your Chinese friend goes, "There's no word for that in English," and you're like, uh, "Okay, <laughs> uh, can I get like a buffalo chicken sandwich, please? <laughs> yeah, can I get a Reuben? <laughs> oh, good stuff." All right, whiskey time. I think we've burned enough time. For I don't know. Why don't we just not talk about whiskey tonight? Let's I'll, talk about our lives. I'll do, I'll do Smell My Sandwich podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so tonight we're talking about Woodford Reserve Rye. So funny thing. I already mentioned this, but I did Tell not again. mean to buy. Yeah, I didn't mean to buy the rye. I just fucked up. What would you have bought, what would you have bought if you knew what you were doing? I would have bought regular Woodford Reserve. Just the OG. And then... But we were in Total Wine, and there's just aisle to aisle of multiple options, and I saw Woodford Reserve. And, okay, they don't label it super well. You have to... You have to know that a green label means rye. Yeah, and you have to read this tiny-ass fine print that says rye. I just saw the Woodford Reserve, and I'm like, okay, got it. Cool. Moving on. When we saw the picture, it was the green label that made me double-take it. Yep. Didn't even think about it, because they had like a little stand of it, and I was like, oh, that looks like Woodford Reserve as far as I know. (laughs) <laughs> it's not so we're doing the rye version yippee but clint's happy based off of clint's precursor comments yeah i don't even know if we should mention what those comments were we'll wait till after i actually don't remember what those comments were that's how good so, it is clint was too busy drowning his sorrows so we got this at total wine for 30 dollars. that's it that's it it's a nice price. 
I don't know if that's good or bad, but it's 30 bucks. I don't even know what Kroger prices are. I don't even know if I can check anymore. I said it's a nice price. It just means it seems like a nice price right now. You know, we'll see. Okay. Well, uh, Woodford Reserve started in Kentucky back in 1812. It's uh, a National Historic Landmark now, apparently. According to their website, I should say this all just comes from the website. So if it's wrong, it's on them. Um, their whole branding. Advertising. Yeah. I mean, you email them if you have beef with the story. Of this $35 on Caskers, by the way. It's not bad. That seems, that's what I would expect. Total wine for 30 that seems cheap. But anyway, their whole, uh, I guess, like, storytelling gig is, like, they talk about the five sources of flavor when it comes to Woodford Reserve. There's grain, water, fermentation, distillation, maturation. Is this all a G? Mm, No. If you go take a look at their site, which you should do while I'm reading this off, um, it's very clean. It's very, uh, you could tell they hired somebody to put this website together. They have a professional. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, but... uh... The five sources of flavor they mention, that's every not a single one of those is unique. No, yeah. it's not unique. But I'm saying they base their whole thing, like their, their way of talking about their whiskey is all based around these, like, you know, the basic five points of making a whiskey. And they kind of okay. throw in facts through those points to, like, describe how they do it compared to others. It's like their platform. So what mineral water do we got in here? So their water, yeah, the grain talks about their typical Woodford Reserve, so I'm not going to talk about that because we're not drinking that tonight. Uh, The water comes directly from the distillery. It's naturally filtered by the limestone deposits under the property. Kind of cool. You can look at the pictures of the property on their website. That's a big Kentucky thing. Yeah. I feel like they all say they all got limestone filtered water. Yeah, under the... in their springs yeah it's it's ours i think maker's mark's like yeah we got our own lake we piss in there too and it filters it out yeah, that's right we let the earth do it work <laughs> does that actually come from like groundwater like the i think that's rivers that underground means. yeah look it's tap water it's the same tap water they drink in kentucky <laughs> they turn on the spout the spout and it just runs out it's, it's just a garden hose it's that good it's that good water I'm just imagining a short little man going down a hole with a bucket <laughs> just... and getting hoisted back up. Why is he got like to be short? Claustroph- like... It's like Danny <laughs> DeVito. <laughs> I don't know why he's got to be short. I just no, said it. Okay? It's like those claustrophobia-inducing foes where you see the man barely fitting down the tube and he just, whoop, like, just slides right down. It's like Santa Claus coming down the chimney, but worse. Yeah, he's just got a bucket full of dirty water. Sometimes he's sick of it and he just pees in it. And that's how you get the rye whiskey. <laughs> that's that special rye taste. That's the, that's the real rye spice. That rye, <laughs> yeah, that rye spice is from Ryan. Oh, no. <laughs> Check the bottle. Straight um, Ryan whiskey. So they, uh, yeah, they get their water from the tap. Um, their fermentation process, they claim, is among the longest in the industry. That's the amount of detail they give. So I don't know how true that is. but um, And then it's combined with their unique yeast strain, create their depth of character. 
Yes, you you have a comment. I was just gonna make more bad comments, but I was gonna say among the longest. I mean, technically the shortest is among the longest. It's all just fake news. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think anything they do is special. Well, I'm just kidding. Be, but it's probably really special, and I'm just being sassy for the sake of being sassy. You are being sassy. Hey, they may want us to come tour their distillery after this great. I ain't coming. <laughs> I got. I, I'm. I'm on the maker's mark. Central's board or whatever. That's true. I can't can't go here. (laughs) I think the only reference point we have from uh, some of our historical data on whiskeys is Balcones said nine to 13 days, something like that. Of what? Fermentation. Is that it? There was another one that talked about it. I don't remember which one it was, though. It was either that or they were talking about their malting process. How long it was malted for. That would seem more accurate, but I don't really know distilling, so I'm just blowing hot air up my ass, you know? I'm trying to remember solid facts, but they're escaping me. That's okay. We'll move on to distillation, because they talk about how they balance between uh, distilling their whiskey in pot stills and column stills. And... They don't mention if they then combine it or if there's a certain proportion. It's I'm just assuming two different ways. Yeah, I'm assuming it's a blend of pot and column still. Do you know, just from what you know, do you know what that would change in the flavors? Well, so it's more like I think they would probably be looking for certain characteristics to enhance with the column still products. Because their cuts are more clean and and more one type of flavor versus the pot still, which is kind of it all mixed in as a base. It would be, I would think the pot still would be the foundation and then they would choose some of the column still uh, components to enhance the blending to match a characteristic. What makes Woodford Reserve Woodford Reserve? Hmm. Okay. But I'm just blowing shit out of my ass, so there you go. Well, you said more than the website did, so that helps. Hey, that's yeah, <laughs> easy. <laughs> Finally, we come to the maturation process. And this is kind of cool. They do mature Woodford Reserve in new charred white oak barrels, and they actually craft those barrels at their own cooperage. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, you know, something kind of special. And then they um, age the bourbon in a heat special, unique heat cycle warehouse of theirs. And that's where they sit until they're done. Hmm. Never heard of anyone using a a special warehouse. I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? Because that way you can control the heat. Yeah, yeah. you can control the the evaporation into the wood and the swelling and, right. and all that. It seems like the way to do it if you're trying to go for something specific, but you also could miss out on some of those unique single barrel opportunities, I guess. Because that's where those single barrels come from is they find a cask that is just special and unique in its own way and it's sat in the warehouse in a very specific series of ways to get it to come out the way it has oh is that really how that works yeah single barrels are just 
they're like, ooh, this is a good barrel. We're going to keep this longer. Okay. Pretty much. I didn't really think that's actually how it went down, but that's cool. I'm look. I'm looking at their offerings, and they do have something called batch proof. Um, but they're like a uh, single barrel. Well, that might be the batch proof. Might be. No, now I'm reading it. It says it's barrel batch proof celebration of their proprietary process, blending barrels into a batch, then bottling the whiskeys at its actual proof. So it takes a couple barrels, but it is all full proof rather than. 128 proof. So, the hair on your eyeballs. Yikes. Um, that sounds hot. Yeah, that sounds hot just reading it. I mean, Wild Turkey is 116, rare breed. So, yeah, on their website, they don't really give too much more. They talk about the current distillers. Um, I did not read up on those two people. They're like, um, yeah, master distillers, just because. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so I ignored all that. And other things they put on there are like cocktail recipes. They also have food recipes. And I thought in time for Thanksgiving, they have, <laughs> featuring the Woodford Reserve Rye, they have a turkey brine recipe. So you could brine your turkey. And it involves spices and herbs. And, of course, you're very good. Woodford Reserve Rye or regular. Huh. Yeah. Recipes seem pretty good, just looking at them. Yeah. Name off some other ones that you're passing by. Chocolate bread pudding. Glazed ham with Cumberland sauce. Your turkey brine. Chicken a la orange. Barrel head brie. And a Kentucky butter cake. I want to look at the uh, bread pudding Ooh. real quick. Kentucky butter cake. Yeah, I'm interested in that. And a butter, I that butter cake. Oh, da, 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 da. It's our food episode. We're getting ready for Thanksgiving. That's right. Half a pound, half a pound of butter, two cups of sugar, four eggs, a tablespoon of bourbon, zest of two lemons, three cups flour, one teaspoon salt, half teaspoon baking soda, one cup of buttermilk or sour cream. This is this thing's probably like a power pound cake. <laughs> when you're putting a whip, oh the bourbon's. You, then you do a, oh, that's just for the cake. Then you do a glaze with another half stick of butter, a third, three quarter cup of Woodford Reserve sugar vanilla. You do the berries. It's got some berries on it with a splash of bourbon, and then whipped cream you make yourself with a quarter cup of bourbon. Holy crap! That sounds amazing. Yeah, this does look pretty good. I've been watching a lot of the Great British Baking Show. I'm a sucker for baking right now. <laughs> I can't see you being a baker. No, me neither. But I like watching it. <laughs> he likes consumer. Yeah, I'm a consumer of baked goods. I don't think I could. I don't think I have the finesse to do like a cake or decorating. Yeah, I don't think you do either, Pat. So it's okay. I'm like, a, I'm like <laughs> I live the Liver King lifestyle. <laughs> Just raw meat. Raw, raw meat, and that's it. Um. You, you'd be great at crumbling a cake. That's about it. Yeah, After it's all finished, just smash. smashing it in your hands. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the whiskey or our favorite Thanksgiving dishes? Thanksgiving dishes. <laughs> <laughs> we can go to the whiskey. All right. We can circle back for Thanksgiving next week. Yeah. 
Um, so let's uh, let's kick it off. We'll do some notes. I have a couple notes. Let me pull them up real quick. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, What's I don't. Color? Color's brown. Color is golden brown. brown. <laughs> it's honestly <laughs> boring. There's nothing eventful about the color. It's chestnut. No, there's really not. Uh, that's that's pretty good. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Also, we should talk about the bottle real quick. It's a bad bottle. I'm not a fan of this design. That's just their thing. Yeah. They all look like that. For those who don't know, it's like a rectangular thin bottle. It's like an archway. Yeah. Like a door. And it kind of sucks. Archway's perfect. It's very awkward to pour out of. It's a nozzle on top. What the fuck do I do with this? Like, this is weird. So yeah, they make, not a they, fan. They make a big one, and it's just that just blown up. Like more, more big circle, or still more, a rectangle, more arch. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the same thinness, more arch. <laughs> please, 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 sugar butter, don't show us the whole on video. It's not, it's not, it's not good. <laughs> Oh man, right, so, yeah, so bad bottle, we, but that's we ch- fine. We've checked all the good boxes. It's brown and it's got a bad bottle. And then well, let's talk about the nose. I wrote one note. Really? And it was uh, mint with a question mark. And then <laughs> water brings out the caramel flavors like a bourbon. Okay, I got more on the nose than you did. I only just tried it today. God, Pat, you're slacking lately. How hard is it to drink? It's not. You just pour it and you drink it. It's, it's hard to relax and enjoy it. Unless you don't have Clint, to. Unless Clint you don't have to relax. Just drink it. So I would say uh, some honey on the nose, some sweet sort of cinnamon, not just like that kind of spicy cinnamon. And then what about a pear? Kind of like a. I want to say like a, I don't want to say a plum. Plum's too dark. It's something in like the pear sort of area. Or like a really ripe nectarine, which is, I just pulled that on my ass, but. I could really get behind all that. <sighs> I did think at first it, it smelled of like mint oil or mint extract. I could, I could see the mint if you say it. Yeah. But I, I could definitely get, I think the one that stood out most for me was the the sweet cinnamon, actually. Once you said that, I was like, oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I can agree. Because, yeah, it's like, uh, it's not like baking spice and cinnamon's too dark or just like peppery, but you add like some sugar into it and you got sugar butter. But not quite, not quite to the realm of a snickerdoodle. Right. Um, almost kind of cinnamon toast crunchy, like ooh. the coating on cinnamon toast crunch. Kind of, yeah, with yeah. a little bit of like with like rum chata for milk. <laughs> <laughs> Stomach hurts. <laughs> Can we go back to talk about sandwiches? That uh, <laughs> got excited on that one. <laughs> My mom. You know, uh, this is the first time. That cinnamon toast crunch has made itself back around since Horse Soldier. After the first episode, <laughs> and guess who was wrong about that? <laughs> yeah, you, you blew that one. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But yeah, I, I see it. I see the coating part of it. Yeah, that dusting. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal, but it's adjacent. And I fully Close agree. enough. And it's the off-brand. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Malto meal brand. It comes in a big old bag. Cinnamon Crunchies. Cinnamon Crunchies. Toasted Weetabix or something like that. <laughs> Palette. Uh, um, on, on the palette. On the palette. Did you get more than one note? Two notes. Surprisingly. All right, speed. hold on. You, okay. I'm the host. It. It's, it's my night to make the rules. I'm going first, so I don't interrupt anybody as much as I want to. Um, I was very surprised by how sweet the palette was. It was definitely honey-like. And then that mint came through even more for me. Um, otherwise, it wasn't anything that was out of character for a rye besides those two. I agree with the honey. I'm, I'm not. I get mint, but it's more like a like a like a finishing type note for me. Kind of like a cooling effect at the end. A little bit, yeah. When you say but, finishing, but it, note, what do you mean? Yeah, it's kind of like to that effect, but I still taste mint, so it's not like just the cool. It's it's like a subtle. Oh, I have a old piece of mint gum in my mouth right now that's losing its flavor, kind of no. deal. Like it's very light and fading. Yeah, it kind of almost reminds you of like a the Andes mint or a peppermint, not a peppermint patty, not peppermint, but just like a green, maybe close to spearmint. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a leafier mint, not like a toothpaste or a, a Christmassy mint. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did anyone get a sort of like wet funk? Mm-mm. On the palate? Yeah. When I think funk, I think like what we had with um the poutine, the tenjaku. Okay, wait. Don't think of funk then. Think of like wet grass. And maybe that's. What I'm getting on mint is what you're getting. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I can't convince myself it's mint. A little leafier. Yeah, it's just kind of like damp uh, foliage. <laughs> I don't know. If Mm-mm. it's like uh, it'd be like uh, the leaves I just blew out of the gutters. A, you, no, it'd be <laughs> like the mint you pick up at the grocery store that just got dampened with water like uh-huh. it got spritzed with water the mister came on yeah the mister came your, on your lattice. did anyone think that was so magical in their childhood oh always when you actually i still kind of do you know when you're at the grocery store it turns on you're like look at that shower time <laughs> daddy's saving on this water bill <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I don't think it's like funky like the Pachin. I just like there's like a wet sort of grassy thing I'm thinking of. And it might be that mint because I don't, I don't know. I can't picture in my head what mint tastes like. So. Really? Well, in a liquor, I can think of chewing gum, but like. It's not that. Yeah. I'm thinking it's more natural, like 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 a natural leafy mint. Like a stem of a mint. Is it, yeah. It's not quite, but maybe a better way to think about it. Like if you have a, like the spearmint uh, mint gummies, they're like mint one of the gummies. they're like they're like a Cracker Barrel type of candy. No, I'll never had these. Oh, yep. 
You know what yep, I'm saying? I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I've only been to Cracker Barrel once in my life, so no. Well, you know where we need to go more than Portillo's? Cracker Barrel. We should go to Waffle House. <laughs> Fuck Cracker Barrel. Oh, I love Waffle House. Always oh, down The boys that. love Waffle House. I only love Waffle House when it's three in the morning and no, it's I go, already drunk. Waffle House is road trip food. Waffle House it is, is it is mediocre. It is at best. It is the perfect. We're on a twelve-hour drive and we need to stop for breakfast after the first leg of driving. Exactly, mediocre at best. You're just stopping there to rest. You get the hash browns. You get the gravy on them. You mm. get a. You don't get a waffle because you have to keep driving. And <laughs> we don't need to go into two coffees, <laughs> one to go. That but sounds you great. I'm... You don't get the steak. I have a waffle house five minutes from my house. I could go there right now. Ours is fifteen, and I could go right now too. For different reasons. <laughs> go get a Mine blueberry is waffle. Mine twenty-five, but I still would go there. Wow. Who are you to judge? Clint, what would you get at a Waffle House since you're old man grumpy here? I just don't like anything that you, they do. You don't like breakfast food? No. You don't like being happy? Uh, no. <laughs> you That's hate happy. Clint, what's your breakfast food they, restaurant? They fuck pick? up their eggs. No, they fuck up their eggs. No, they, they don't. Fuck up their... That's, yes, that's they a do. you problem. You need to, yes, you need to stop ordering them the way you order them. They're perfect in every way. <laughs> You're ordering wrong. <laughs> How do you know it's the same eggs? I don't order them. Any what do you different. order, Clint? I order them over easy. Well, that's your problem. Nobody can get that. Right. No, no, that's not a problem. What do they that's... do? They overcook it or undercook it? Over. Over a lot. And you need like to every, say, I need them right. like every restaurant. You just, you just need a raw egg. Crack it on the plate and warm it real quick. You need quick. to be like Liver King and just take it like a shot and I, just drink I, it. I really wanted to do that and send you a video. Um, you should have. I haven't been brave yet. Oh, you've never done that before? I haven't needed to. I've done that in college with my buddy when we were right before a workout. We were like, yeah, let's go do it. We I, just I, ate raw My egg. grandpa said that's what he did when he was a kid to bulk up. They just ate raw eggs. God, why not just cook them? You don't get anything from just eating it raw. It's faster. Well, that, yeah, you get that, but... That's, that's all it is. You know how quick scrambled eggs are made? Very you, quick. You know how quicker it is to crack that egg right in the mouth? <laughs> you don't have to clean a pan? You can eat the shells? No. No, just, just don't do that. <laughs> Clint, what's well, your, what was the rest of your breakfast before we're done moving on with whatever we were talking about? Some kind of whiskey. I thought I was pretty adamant, just not Waffle House. So Clint gets just over easy eggs. I at just a want, Waffle House. No, two over easy eggs, please, at a Waffle House. No, their hash browns are soft. They don't They don't make them crunchy. I think you go to a bad Waffle House because yeah, I think my true. Waffle House is good. Well, then every Waffle House that I've been to, and I've probably been to about five or six, the suck. <laughs> you know what the problem is? You're going at three in the morning. You don't have That's the egg, you don't have the no. breakfast crew. You <laughs> got the three night in the crew. morning is when my palate would be firing at all cylinders and just be like, <laughs> feed me. I would love anything that I could take. And when it's three in the morning and you're going to a breakfast restaurant, you gotta get a country fried steak. 
because you're already in danger zone. You might as well push it over the limit. And Clint, you're drunk. They're also that. drunk at 3 a.m. <laughs> Nobody at Waffle House is sober at 3 a.m. <laughs> the only person yeah, sober they... is the homeless man, and that's not by choice. Yeah, oh, that's sad. Their over easy version is probably when the egg whites aren't even set yet. So. <laughs> Mucusy. That's it. Just a little runny. Nice, nice plate of books. See, maybe you should start asking for them sunny side up. You can get burned yeah. by sunny side up eggs. It's okay. I'll take a little snot. It's okay. No, I had them in China, and I was I was in the bathroom the whole next twenty four hours. Well, well, you know what I learned. China. Get them cooked all the way through in China. <laughs> yeah, their pasteurization process probably isn't as good. They got them <laughs> thousand year eggs or whatever with the fermented or with the chicken in them. The tea eggs? Yeah, tea eggs. I think that's what they're called. Something what like the that. hell is this? I gotta look this up after the show. Look it up now because we're feeling tired. There's a tea egg that they they soak in some oolong tea. They call it the yeah, something year. I thought that yeah, I think it's like a hundred year cents? egg, something like that. Century it's egg, savory. Century food. egg, that's it. Yeah, it's like it's a preserved egg. It's what it is. Oh, that's kind of cool looking. They boil it in tea and sauce or spices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not really a bird. They look very cool. Sometimes it can be a bird, and they get like this cool marbling on them. All right, I'm into this. I could go for some pickled eggs. Clint, Ugh. if you're going out oh, for yeah. breakfast, I don't think we closed the loop on this. What are you ordering? <laughs> at a regular... At, when you go to Bob Evans. Oh. Oh. um, A classy breakfast. I usually... I, it's either a skillet. A skillet. Like one, of their, one of their specialty skillets, like a hash. Uh, biscuits and gravy. Love biscuits and gravy. You can't go wrong with the B and the G. Are you saying you go to Bob Evans or Denny's more than Waffle House? I don't go to Bob Evans or Denny's really. There's nothing wrong with Bob Evans I, either. No, I just I just worth. pick up. It's next door. I to just the Waffle like House. some of our <laughs> local diners. I like some of our local diners. That's what I would do. I was gonna say I don't like Denny's or Bob Evans. What about a Perkins family restaurant? I've been there a couple times, but only for dinner. What's a Perkins family restaurant? It's like a Denny's. Huh. Never heard of it. Yeah. I think they have the Grand Slam and Waffle House has the All Star Breakfast. It's the same kind of thing. Gotcha. We've got a we've got a good place that was it's got good local breakfast. But um Bob Evans is also close, it's fine. You get a lot when you order Bob Evans. Like do you want pancakes? Okay. Here's a mountain of pancake. I have levels when it comes to country fried steak. I have levels. Like, there's top tier. Triple X had the best country fried steak of my life. I'll never get that again. There's just places that, like, I know that I'm going to get the country fried steak just because I know they do it so well. Would you get it for Mm -hmm. dinner? Absolutely. 100%. That would be my favorite dinner. Would you eat a country fried steak sandwich? Yes. Would you enter it into our discussion earlier today about top tier sandwiches? Uh, never had it in that form. Would you put it on a pretzel um, bun? 
Not a pretzel. Would you dip block. it I'd in actually, the gravy or put no, the gravy on it? No, 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 no. Listen, 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 okay. listen. listen. I would use, I would toast some bread, toast some white or wheat bread, like actual toast toast. Throw the white gravy on top of the country fried steak and then eat the country fried steak as a sandwich that way. And it'd be buttered white bread. I think I'd do that and dunk it in gravy. Just a double dose. <laughs> and then die. And then, then wash it down with lard. <laughs> you know, oh when, when we were talking about sandwiches, we didn't talk about bagel breakfast sandwiches with eggs and cheese and bacon. All breakfast sandwiches are good sandwiches. That they are. I, I like bagels more on their own. I like their chew. They got a good chew. Got a good mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When uh, my grandma and grandpa would come visit us, because they were from New York, they'd always bring a whole oh. sack of bagels. You'd throw them in the freezer so you could just have them for weeks. I was just talking about this with my coworkers today. South of Indy, not a bagel shop in sight. They just are not around. There's a, there's a couple bagel places in Cincinnati, but not close enough to make anything with it work we got a duncan in batesville and duncan's got acceptable bagels better better than anything you can get in a store yeah i was gonna say they have something but it's like it's no it's no bagel favorite bagel go type of bagel or like place type uh shit give me a minute sesame really yeah sesame Sesame. huh i have two asiago or everything I'm kind of, I'm kind of with John on the Asiago because I like to get the garden vegetable cream cheese spread. There we go. Very savory. I just like a a sesame lightly toasted with some cream cheese. Yeah, schmear. some good plain schmear. Schmear. A thick <laughs> layer of schmear. That New York layer. Where you got to like wipe it up later. Inch thick. It's either that or you double down on the blueberry bagel with the blueberry Ooh, cream cheese. I do like that move. That sounds like dessert. It mm. is. It's very good. All right. On to the finish. Let's, let's finish with the finish. I said medium, and that was it. I actually forgot to write my notes, but I think I think I still had a little bit of that mintiness. Just a mint, mint man today. Nothing new came in the finish. It just kind of everything carried over. <laughs> help help Clint, did, do you have anything unique about the finish i thought it i thought it was meant but i also thought there was like a a spice to it and i'm kind of thinking more like not black pepper but like a woody spice like some wood chips in your whiskey again yeah not as plain as day as that, but it's just kind of spicy like the horse soldier was a little bit. That oakiness, mm-hmm. it's that kind of spice. Okay. I wish I could get that. I don't get any wood on this. I get a little on the, uh, more on the nose, if anything. Like, it kind of smells like it could be woody. Pat's disappointed in this whiskey. Never. <laughs> Never disappointed in whiskey. Do we want to rate this or do we just want to give up? 
let's just let's just end it here. Thanks for listening, guys. You can find us on smellmywhiskey.com, anywhere you can listen to a podcast. Anywhere podcasts are sold, make sure you write your check to wherever Max lives, because I don't know anyone's address. Check um, uh, your local borders for new episodes. Do they have borders anymore? <laughs> I don't know, actually. I think borders went under. I think that's only Barnes left. Anyway, this has been your tan- tangential topic podcast. Um, it really has been. You know our scores. You know how it works. This one's not going on the sixth list. Clint said it might go on a seventh list. I don't know what that means. Clint, what's your score? Um, it's too slow. Try come again. back to me. Come, come back, John. I too don't slow. know. Me I don't... two, John. I was gonna say a two or a three, but two I don't or three. know. Three, Clint. John, no, finish, what? Finish your Hold number. up. I'm going to say two now that Clint said three. Okay. But Clint, to back this up, what about yesterday? Were you just, oh, you I, just making stuff I was up? Just, I was just egging you on. Oh, <laughs> man. I knew it would piss you off. I was so excited for you to get in here and just hate this whiskey. Me too. I wanted to hear no. some hate. No, I actually didn't. I was just egging you on. How did this go with your pork tenderloin sandwich and french fries? <laughs> well, it didn't go very good with that. Yeah, I'd <laughs> be I honest think about so. that. That's a beer sandwich. But, That's a yeah, tall no beer kidding. sandwich. Some bush light. No, I. Yeah, it, it's not that bad. I, 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 I wouldn't want to put it as a four. Mainly because I just. I just don't think I would want to stock it as my bar. I think I would choose something else. Like, it doesn't overtake Rittenhouse for me for cheaper. So, so that's kind of my benchmark right now. Fair enough. You're the rye guy. I think this just isn't my palate. I could see some potential in cocktails, but not, not enough potential where I'd want to give it a shot on my own. It's also not overly rye tasting, which is, yeah. I thought, kind of nice because I don't like rye. So it wasn't awful for me to get through a review of this. Now, however, I do have quite a bit left in this bottle that I'm not looking forward to drinking. But that, um, Make some cocktails at Thanksgiving. Well, that'd be good. And just uh, yeah. give it away. I think it would work well in a mint julep. Mint, oh, hey, you didn't say it right. It's a mint julep. <laughs> gotta get that draw that's right you gotta say it with them horse lips <laughs> <laughs> horse lips we gotta end I it now I can't believe you just said that <laughs> we, the episode has to be finished <laughs> the show has to be finished no we got one more before that happens <laughs> oh Oh, that's a teaser. Cut that one out. Bye, Greg.